All right, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm your host, Rick Solom, 608-785-7914. I got the text line up so you can you can call or you can text the Better Hearing Center. Talking text line, 608-785-7914. Uh, I was driving in, and if you guys haven't had to drive over the Blue Bridges close to downtown, they're down to one lane. But when you're driving in from Minnesota, um, the sidewalk, there's a sign that says the sidewalk's closed, and then the the sign for the sidewalk points an arrow to walk, like, down the steps. So, and it just looked kind of funny to me. Do you, do you walk down the steps to the river, and, like, do you have to cross, like, via kayak or boat or swim across the river, or is there is there, like, a catwalk that goes from one bridge to the other to get to the other bridge so you can walk over the sidewalk. I don't know. It just looked kind of funny. Like, hey, you can't use the sidewalk. You have to either walk way back down the bridge and around or, um, you know, try your luck with the Mississippi River. Uh, so if someone has taken the bridge sidewalk and knows if there's like a cool under underbelly catwalk thing, that would be awesome to like be able to walk under the bridge, uh, you know, over, over the river. That would be some cool photography right there, too. I suppose you could... Just walk, you know, along the top part of the bridge, too. Something about walking under the bridge, though, is cool. Uh, 608-75-7914. Also, I noticed people have been golfing. Uh, I think Forest Hills is going to open on Wednesday. And uh, out where I live, Valley High Golf Course, out kind of between Hoka and Houston, uh, that's, that's been open a few days now, maybe a week. And uh, it was like it was 38 37 degrees over the weekend, and people are out there in, like, winter coats golfing. And just, it's so funny to think about, like, oh, we need, we're so desperate to get outside and do summer things that we're going to golf when it's 35 degrees, 30, 40 degrees outside. And I don't even know how you swing a golf club with a winter jacket on, but, like, I guess if you're out at Valley High, who cares? You just want to golf. Uh other things that are that are happening, I, I have a whole slew of things because I'm going Han Solo tonight. I'm not bringing, I didn't bring anyone on. Everyone bailed on me. Uh, I wanted to get a bug expert. I think uh, my friends of Viterbo have, like one of the professors is like a bug expert. He travels uh, around the world. I'm hoping to get him on uh, sometime uh, one of these weeks on my Wednesday show. Uh, but I, I've got a slew of things that, that I want to talk about, and uh, we're going to hit those. Let's see, I could go through. You know, shop goes closing uh, this weekend at, at Bridgeview Plaza. Obviously, we had an election yesterday. Was the turnout good? Did you guys, did, were you guys happy about the turnout? Were you guys happy about, you know, who who won those elections? Obviously, the Supreme Court election went Brian Hagedorn's way at this moment. There could be a, a recount, maybe, maybe not. He's up like 6,000. What's, what's the... I know if, if it's under one percent, then you, you, the the losing you know candidate can can order a recount, and I don't know who pays for that. I think they have to pay for that. But uh, do you have a problem if if they want a recount? It's less than one percent, um, but six thousand seems like a pretty good like a pretty good you know differential between between the, the top between the candidates there. Uh, uh, city council elections, um, school referendums, the redistricting referendum uh, went pretty, pretty obviously, you know, the way everyone expected. Seventy-seven percent of people said yes, we want a nonpartisan entity to, you know, draw our district lines. If you guys want to talk about that? I had uh, some other things like a little sports related to Jordy Nelson 
had some interesting things to say. You know, he, he recently retired. He's, he's been playing for the Raiders. He recently retired, but that might change. Uh, McCarthy was in the news today. He, uh, you know, about his firing. Uh, and I just had some other little silly things like, you know, uh, politicians lying or, or when they come, when you eventually figure out they're lying, politicians in photo shoots. Uh, American Airlines had, had a funny thing. American Airlines says they're going to save $40,000 a year by removing one olive from food trays in first class on flights. So 40 grand a year if they're going to do that. But we're going to we're going to go we're going to break for news and we'll be right back. We'll hit on all that stuff in the next hour. 608-785-7914. 608 We're back here on Wisdom, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM, the Better Hearing Talk and Text Line, 608 Uh Elections, you guys, do you guys want to chime in on how the elections went? You know, we, the Supreme Court, obviously, Brian Hagedorn has up 6,000 votes. Uh, how about that whole campaign, Hagedorn versus Neubauer? And, and just, you know, like, it, it just seemed to me that, that, that the way the campaign went was people would pick things out of, you know, their past. Like Brian Hagedor, you know, founded a school that bans gay relationships for teachers and students and parents, and um, or he had paid speeches to in favor of anti-sodomy laws or something. Like just instead of, I don't know, do, do those kind of reports go too far? Lisa Neubauer, she went with her daughter to a climate change rally. You know, or an or I guess you, maybe it's an anti-Trump rally, but it was more it was more in favor of of you know doing something about climate change. Are those things out of bounds, or do we need to know all that kind of stuff when we're when we're voting for a Supreme Court candidate? And should we even be voting for a Supreme Court candidate? That's not how they do it, you know, in the federal government. The you know obviously the president picks a Supreme Court candidate for the feds, and you know Congress. Besides whether or not they're they're going to let that person go, I guess who controls Congress or the Senate decides that. Not really, um, it, it's not really a up up for debate. You know, if the Senate is Republican, you know, led and the president's Republican, then odds are that guy's gonna or that guy or girl's gonna be the the next Supreme Court judge. But that's not how we do it. We vote for it here in you know in the state. So should people be you know, do we do we need to do that on the federal level, or do we need to do that on the state level? Um, a couple of six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you want to talk to me, a couple of things. I'm going sports now. Here we go. I'm going sports. Jordy Nelson, who recently retired uh, from the Oakland Raiders after he was not re-signed by the Packers, and everyone was pretty sad about that. And it looked like a smart move by the Packers to begin with, because Jordy Nelson didn't start out so great with the Raiders, but uh, he he kind of ended up doing pretty well. But uh, he was on the Dan Patrick Show, which is on WKTY, our sister station over there, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. He was on the Dan Patrick Show uh, a couple days ago, and, and he said, if Aaron Rodgers called, it would probably be hard to say no. So do you want Aaron Rodgers to give Jordy Nelson a call? They, the, the Packers lost Randall Cobb. Would it be a bad, such a bad thing to bring Jordy Nelson back? Um, and, and then one other Packer tidbit, uh, Mike McCarthy he was on uh, quoted in an article with, on ESPN with Rob Domnoski, who, who used to report on the Packers locally, uh, but now he works for ESPN. McCarthy not happy about the way he was fired. 
Uh, he was quoted saying on ESPN, if we miss the playoffs, I expect a change might happen, McCarthy said. You know, he probably expected to be fired. But the timing surprised me. Actually, it stunned me. It couldn't have been handled any worse. Could, could the Packers have handled firing McCarthy any worse? I feel like they could have. I feel like that could have went so many, so many more terrible ways. Uh, 608-785-7914. We're going to take, uh, take a call here. Uh, who's this? Caller, go ahead. Nope, how about now? Caller, go ahead. This is number three. Hey, how's it going? Good. How about you going to make it through the night? I'm 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 fine. I think so. I got a lot of well, stuff. Nobody wants to talk Packers. I, I can't believe it. Well, maybe you should talk Mel Roseman door or something. Maybe anyway, <laughs> I can bring you down some Mountain Dew to fire you up a little bit. I think I'm. I, I think I don't think I need any more caffeine. I think I had quite a bit earlier today, so I'm pretty good. How there. about if I go get Eric and bring him down, and you two can talk? To bring Eric from Sparta. Yeah, Eric hasn't even called yet. Usually, he's uh, he's called two or three times already by now. Yeah, well, he could he could help you out if you get you know. And then one other thing I want you to do. Uh, tomorrow when you come to work, would you bring a wire cutter and a roll of duct tape? Mike Hayes wants that Facebook Live fixed. Oh, oh yeah, fix that, huh? I, I think I think we'll just need duct tape for that. I don't, th- I don't even think we'll need a wire cutter. Won't need a wire cutter. Yeah, we'll just bite the wire. Don't forget the duct tape tomorrow. Yeah, that's how we fix fa- that's how we fix things around here. And I don't I even have to bring. That. A, I don't even have to okay, bring. Okay, well, good luck tonight. Yeah, thank you. You bet. Bye. Right, bye. Number three, always, uh, you know, adding his support. Um, like I said, <laughs> getting back to McCarthy, he said, uh, if we miss the playoffs, I expected the change, but uh, the timing surprised him. Actually, it stunned me, he said. It couldn't have been handled any worse. I think it could have been, McCarthy. I think it could have been. Especially, you know, like a couple of weeks after that, McCarthy uh, was seen on a video at a high school game following referees off the court, and then um, – you couldn't really hear the conversation he was having with the refs, but you could tell by body language he wasn't very happy with how the refs handled a WIAA high school boys basketball playoff game where his son-in-law was playing, and they had lost, I think, at the last second. I think they might have lost at a buzzer beater, but um, speaking of how things couldn't have been handled worse, uh, Mike McCarthy maybe handled that better. Uh, we're going to go back to the phones here. Yeah, who's this? <laughs> hey, Eric. Yeah, that's a Packers stuff. The Packers got rid of Gary Nelson a couple of years ago or something like that. Aaron Rodgers was pissed off. And he hated because he's got ever since because he wanted to show. And that's the reason because he got fired because he got rid of Gary Nelson. Yeah, that might have been the, the, the Rodgers' best friend. Yeah, best friend the, him. Do you think McCarthy had anything to do with that, though? Well, he fired him, didn't he? Well, McCarthy got he fired. fired. Nelson, didn't he fire Nelson? Well, well, I mean, Nelson didn't get re-signed, but I don't know if McCarthy has anything to do with who, who the Packers sign or re-sign. Well, the point, the point is, he got dumped by the Packers, and at this, Aaron Rodgers was off, and he blamed it on McCarthy. So, so that is why McCarthy is gone, because Aaron Rodgers runs the Green Bay Packers. Thanks. All right. I mean, he should, right? Like, Aaron Rodgers should run the Green Bay Packers. Uh, 608-785-7914. We're kind of going all over the board here until you, until something sticks. But uh, uh, 
along with the Supreme Court judges, in in we we as citizens of Wisconsin get to elect that person, Brian Hagedorn, up six thousand votes. Uh, we also elect our local judges. Um, and I say we of Wisconsin. I used to be a Wisconsin resident, but I'm not anymore, so I'm not part of this. But uh, we also elect our local judges, and obviously I think there were four or five local judges. I could be, it could be five or six, but I think it's four or five were, were on the ballot, and all four judges ran unopposed. And uh, I think uh, four of the – let's see. I could, pull up the, I could pull up the thing. But, like, I think three of the judges had 100 votes against them, as write-in votes, write-in votes that, that that don't really get counted, but you can see it on the ballot. There's a hundred write-in votes, um, and then Ramona Gonzalez got 571 write-in votes against her because nobody's running running against her. So it, you just have to write in somebody, maybe Mickey Mouse or maybe Rob Abraham. Um, but uh, so is that is that alarming to you? Does that make any sense? Because Ramona Gonzalez still got ninety six percent of the vote. I think she got. I'm gonna. I got it up right here. Gonzalez. She got fifteen thousand eight hundred fifty two votes for her, and five hundred seventy one votes against her. And, and you know the discrepancy there. That's the biggest discrepancy among the three other or the four judges. Um, and, you know, we've had multiple shows here where we complain about judges letting criminals, you know, off with low bonds or signature bonds or low bail low bail money. And nobody ran against them. But, like, when you look at the vote tallies, people are, people are still voting. Are, are you guys just, when you go to the, when you go to the polls and, and look at your ballot, are you just checking the box next to the, the judge because there's no other box to check? Or do you actually agree with, you know, this this is the person that I I believe. You know, Scott Horn. I'm voting for Scott Horn. He got 99 percent of the vote, obviously, because nobody's running against him. But 161 people wrote in votes against him. 16,978 people voted for him. So are are we really that mad at the judges, or or is it just like you know when you're mad at somebody, that's when you you call in or you get on Facebook and and you rail against it. The rail against the decision a certain judge makes, and you know if you're happy with the judge's decision, you're not really getting on Facebook or Twitter to go. Ah, I really love what Ramona Gonzalez did with her decision to let this person off with a hundred dollar, hundred dollar bail, bail whatever you want to call it, bail money, and that person eventually was you know not guilty in whatever charge that they were charged with and so what a great decision by her because that person was clearly not guilty you know like we're not getting on twitter to be fired up about that uh we're 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 relatively happy happy news relatively goes under the radar i believe uh 608-75-7914 what else do i got here um oh yeah so governor evers uh and obviously the wisconsin Republicans are, are are still battling over like la- the lame duck session, and now uh, the latest is liberal groups are asking the state supreme court to decide whether Wisconsin Republicans legally convened a lame duck session last year to weaken Democratic Governor Tony Evers and Attorney General Josh Call. Obviously, you know Governor Evers and Call got elected, and then Wisconsin, the Wisconsin GOP who who holds you know all the, the houses there. 
late night session, whatever you want to call it, lame duck session, changed all the rules. Didn't change the rules when Walker was in power because they didn't care that Walker had the power. But when a, when a Democratic governor gets the power, they, they clearly, like, we're going to change the rules. And there are no rules against changing the rules, So we're but maybe there are, so we're going to take this to the Supreme Court. Well, now we have a new Supreme Court judge, right? Like, would Brian, is Brian Hagedorn more likely to side with Wisconsin Republicans or Governor Tony Evers over something like this, you know, when he when he eventually does become uh, one of the judges. It's kind of funny, like, does, does, does that have any effect, or should he just follow the law? Is that what's going on here? Does he, does he not care that Republicans are, you know, ha- held this lame duck session and the law is the law and this is how he's going to see it? Or because he was a conservative-backed judge, is he going to see this decision and lean one way or the other? I mean that's kind of the, the kind of a weird dilemma. Like, in our our judges shouldn't be one way or the other, right? Like that's I don't I don't know. Can we get out of that? You know. And speaking of, you know, along those same lines, the the redistricting, right? Like this is the this is the fight. Everyone wants uh, the the county had a, a referendum for a non nonpartisan redistricting map making process. You know, to have neither Republicans or Democrats be involved in drawing our maps. Instead, you know, as it is now, the party in power gets to draw these maps. Well, 16,637 people said, yes, we should create a nonpartisan way to draw congressional and, uh, you know, uh, district maps. 77.4% of Wisconsin said that. So should we do that with judges, too? Like, should judges be nonpartisan somehow? Like, how do we even do that? I don't even know if it's possible. Can we do anything that's nonpartisan anymore? 608-785. 7914, you could call me, you could text me. Um, I got an, another call here. Hold on. Uh, who's this? This is Tom. Hey, Tom. I will apologize. I don't have a very good phone connection, but I will make a point. Conservatives are willing to accept the law as written. We like the judges on the Supreme Court to follow the law, not to put their political views into it. So when when we have our new justice uh, make determinations on how to vote, we want him to do it based on the law, not on what his friends or his liberal or conservative friends like. We want it done based on the Constitution. But you're That's saying only conser- from conservative. But you're saying only conservatives do that. Only the conservative judges or conservative people do that. I would say that's correct, and I can explain that. <clears throat> As I've said before in your program, if you look up the word liberal, and we know that the competitor that lost is a liberal, when you look it up, it's people who want change, people who don't like the way things that were in the past. If you Google the word liberal, that's what you will find. So they legislate from the bench where conservatives uphold the Constitution, and that's what we vote them in for and that's what we hope that they do. Okay. All right. Thanks, Tom. You bet. Um, all right. So all conservatives back the Constitution and all liberals just do, you know, try to change everything because we, you know, we fear change, I guess. 608-785-7914. I don't agree with that. I, 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 think, uh, I think every person is has their own ideas of how to do their job, whether they're a judge or a congressman or senator or whatever i think there's probably many many interpretations to that and some people do it 
quote unquote the right way, <laughs> but I don't I don't even know if there is a right way. Uh, we'll, we're gonna hit the we hit the news break. We got Scott's comment and follow that by news. We'll be back in a little bit. All right, we're back on Wisdom, 92.3 FM, 1410 AM, Lacrosse Talk PM, 608-785-7914 is the number, the Better Hearing Center, talk and text line. You can call it. You can text it, and I got a couple of texts. I always get to these, like, you know, the second half. I'm kind of I'm kind of distracted the first half hour. Uh, so a couple of texts here. Anonymous Mike, that was uh, somebody Somebody was saying that's who they, they voted for, for judge, I believe. Um, and that person's text is anonymous. John texts in, how many votes in Lacrosse County versus how many votes, uh, total votes for judge? That would tell us how many people simply left it blank. Well, I could tell you, you know, just by going, going on this thing, um, if I go to the judges, and I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, where is the judge? Oh, they're up. I'm scrolling the wrong way. So, so for example, Ramona Gonzalez, she got the least amount of votes for, for judge, 15,852. She got 96% of the vote. So if you look at that and then you go to Lacrosse County to see who voted for, like, Supreme Court judge, um, that's, that's like 21,000, 22,000 people voted. So, you know, if our local judges are getting 16,000% of the vote, or 16,000 votes or yeah you know in our and our supreme court judges are getting 21,000 in lacrosse county so it looks like about 5,000 people just didn't vote for a judge right like so so maybe maybe that is a better indication that maybe the votes you know if there was someone running against that person I, I guess it's hard to tell. I guess, you know, but maybe about 5,000 people just didn't vote for Ramona Gonzalez for example or Scott Horn uh Speaking of the Supreme Court judge, though, Lisa Neubauer in La Crosse County got 13,848% uh, 48 votes. She got 60.87% of the vote. Brian Hagedorn got 8,885 votes, so he got 39% of the vote here in La Crosse County. So that's kind of interesting, too, right? Like a lot of the, you know, La Crosse County obviously leans liberal, apparently, or they just like a woman as a Supreme Court judge, or they just like what Lisa Neubauer had to say. Who knows? Why they voted that way, but that's that's how it went. Sixty percent of the vote in Lacrosse County went to Lisa Neubauer. Uh, another text comes in. Uh, let's see. I got to I got to think back to what we were ca- talking about. Does that mean conservatives hate? <laughs> okay, so Tom called in and he said uh, conservatives always uh, uphold the Constitution and liberal judges only vote for their liberal ideas, which is kind of baffling. But uh, so the text comes in, does that mean conservatives hate our founding fathers because our founding fathers must have been liberals since they wanted to change from the way things were? And Tom's, Tom's argument earlier was about, like, uh, conservatives uphold the Constitution and, and how things are, and liberals want change. And then just right away I was like, yeah, well, what's wrong with change? I don't think change is, is, is bad, and, you know, like, shouldn't we always kind of want a little bit of change here and there? Uh Go back to the calls here. Uh, caller, who's this? Nathan again tonight. Hey, Nathan. How's it going? Pretty good. Yourself? I'm good. What, what do you want to talk about? Are we on the line? Are we on the air yet? Oh, yeah. We went straight to the air today. Yesterday I was answering phones. Today I'm taking them. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Okay. I yeah. didn't know. No, I, I was just listening to your uh, talking about the judges, and the only comment I really have is that I, when I went to school, my law professor, who was a former judge, he 
told me uh, one key thing. He says laws are kept or broken; they're never bent. And in our in our society today, we see some of that. You know, it's it's bad form for the uh, Congress and Senate and the over there to change the uh, rules about the governor, and yet and yet it's legal. You know, I mean, we maybe don't like it, but by the same token, it, it's kind of really kind of like leaves a craw or a, you know, it's just not right. And, and that's how I kind of feel about it. Yeah, it's a little ironic that when the, you know, Republicans in, in Wisconsin lose their governor, Republican governor and a Democratic governor comes in, then they, 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 they schedule a session to change all the rules so that that person doesn't have the same amount of power as Scott Walker. It's hypocritical, right? Exactly, exactly. And so I think that's going to weigh in, and that's where you're probably seeing more people and, and, and my theory is, is that, you know, uh, guys have to register for the, the selective service, you know, at their 18th birthday. Yep. So, therefore, I don't know why it isn't that we have to register to vote and actually participate, you know, as a mandatory thing. It, it really is kind of a, you know, kind of a slap in the face to every veteran that ever served in the military that give us this right to have the freedom to choose. Sure. All right. Well, thanks, thanks for the call, Nathan. You bet. Have a good night. You too. Uh, we're going to go to uh, another call here. Hey, who is this? Anthony. Hey, Anthony, what do you want to talk about? Well, I just had a comment about the caller you just had. And I, I guess I didn't follow the walker and what the Republicans did, you know, as he was on his way out. But I don't believe that they could possibly change the rules because that would be in the state constitution. I think they just wrote legislation to enforce the rules. And back to a comment that really got me was about you're thinking about uh, the, the liberal and conservative judges and all of that, and, and uh, you know, one doesn't want the Constitution and the other one does, and you said, well, you know, it's how they do their job. But basically, if you ask me, the, the Constitution is basically their job description. Their job is to enforce the Constitution regardless if they like the laws that are in the Constitution or not. And you asked, you know, you don't, you stated, I believe that you didn't really believe it, that they would decide not to. But when you look at, like, the Jesse Smollett case and all of that, I think that the Constitution and the rights that are written within there are for every person, every person, not an elite, not a uh, senator or, you know, any of that stuff. Those laws are those rights. And the laws that are enforced by the Constitution are written for every American citizen. Sure. Uh, do you have a, Do you have a problem with when when uh, our governor goes from Republican to Democrat that our you know lawmakers change the laws so that the governor can no longer have certain powers? They, they well, do that I, in I the interim. I believe. I believe that they were just. Basically, and I, I didn't follow that as closely as I followed the national politics. Yeah. However, I believe that they were only they were only interpreting what is written in the Constitution. Of, and, and I feel that, that Congress has done the same with, with the previous president, that they almost relinquished some of their, their duties as legislators and allowed the executive branch to basically write legisla- legislation through executive orders which I think is wrong because regardless if it's a Republican or a Democrat, there's three branches of the government, and each one has their own own duty. The judicial is to interpret the Constitution. Legislation is, the legislative branch is to 
write the laws to protect the United States citizens, and the executive is basically to make sure that it's enforced. Sure. And do you have a problem you know, with... And, and, and it's going to be such a mess that none of them are doing what they're, they're supposed to do. You know, when you have judicial branch interpreting the laws the way they the way they feel and not the way the legislative branch wrote it. Yeah, definitely. Um, also, Anthony, do you have a problem with Jordy Nelson coming back to the Packers or not? <laughs> <laughs> I, now, now you're going to cut me off, but I'm actually a, a fan from across the creek. Yeah, I, yeah, I figured. I just thought. I just thought. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I can't dive too much into into uh, you know the deep dive into politics because I, I just I'm not as educated as as that as other people might be. You sound more educated on that stuff than I do. Well, well, thank you very much, sir. I definitely try. Just pay attention and 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 one way or the other, I see wrong with both sides. Yeah, for sure. Uh, thanks a lot for the call. I, Um, and we got one more call there. Uh, yeah, Eric, go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to, is there any definitive results in the Supreme Court election? Well, we know we know how the election turned out, um, but there was some kind of a, maybe a recall or recount or something like that. Yeah, because it's less than one percent difference. So Lisa Newberg. Is there going to be a recount? Do you know? It's up to her. So she's pondering that right now. I think she has a couple of days to think about it. And then she'll decide whether or not she wants to have a recount, but she's she's only down by less than one percent. So, okay, well, the cross Moon pretty much pointed out she won the election. Then next thing you know, she's final. They got waited for other results and come. He's up by six thousand points. Anyway, that's what I asked. Thanks. Yep. Thanks, sir. Um, yeah. Well, maybe the maybe the the deal was that Newbauer won in Lacrosse County. 13,800 to 8,800. So she won by, you know, like 5,000 5, votes in La Crosse County. Um, but overall, yeah, she's 6,000 votes behind in, in the state. So she can decide whether or not to, you know, have a recount. 6,000 seems like a lot, but I, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of experience to, to decide how much is a lot and a little. Um, what else is funny is uh, our assistant police chief in La Crosse posted on Twitter his, his write-in votes for the local judges, and he wrote in, uh, he scribbled in, his penmanship is to be, you know, it's, it's not the best penmanship, but he, he scribbled in his dad. I believe his dad he, he wrote as uh, the write-in candidates for the three local judges that were on the ballots. Um, obviously a joke, and, and uh, you know, right above that tweet is a, is a tweet about how he's going to uh, really, he's going to, he's, he's, He's really trying to get his beard to grow really nice, so he's working on that as well. Um, and then above that, there's uh, As I See It with Scott Robert Shaw, and our assistant police chief says he finally agrees with Scott Robert Shaw on something, and that, that uh, As I See It, is headlined, Are You Ready for Tomorrow's Election? So obviously that was, you know, two days ago. But uh, And then, you know, if you go on his Twitter, it's it's pretty funny. He's... He's uh, he's kind of mad about the attention. I'm trying to give him attention in you know a joking light because I think that's how he is. He's kind of a he's kind of a jokester. He's a prankster. He's come to some of our our road our road shows and he showed up in a in a, in a fake beard, not a real beard, but a fake beard. And he and he actually did. He sang. Uh, I can't remember what he said. I feel like he sang a Guns N' Roses song. No, it wasn't. But uh, but that was super funny. He's uh, he's a funny guy and he's on Twitter. You know, joking around, and, and some people are taking him a little too seriously. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, if you want to get in, 608-785-7914. We'll be back in a minute. Hey, 
is the number. Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Solom. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Uh, we're talking about yesterday's elections a little bit. Uh, I got a couple of texts. Let me get back. To I gotta get. I'm, I'm replying to some texts. So, um, where was I in these texts? I had a good one. Hey Rick, I think it's fine that Lisa Newbar goes to protest against the president. Lisa Newbar attended a climate change uh, rally somewhere. I think in D.C. Maybe. Maybe in New York. I'm not sure where it was. Maybe it was in Wisconsin. I should look it up, but I don't have time. Uh, so the text says, I think it's fine that Lisa Newbar goes to a protest, to protest against the president, which, you know, is unclear whether she did that. But he, he also says, the texter also says, just don't call yourself nonpartisan. So I don't know if Lisa Newbar is calling herself nonpartisan, but she, you know, attended a climate change rally with her daughter. So there's that. Uh, back to the phone. Who's this? Hello. 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 Hey. Number three. Are you there? Yeah. Hi. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I think you're going to make it through the night. You only got a couple of minutes to go. Oh, I know. I, I think I'm all right. Okay. Anyway, if uh, Mike Abraham would get a black robe and a ball-peen hammer and be judge, He'd be filling up the jail over in Houston County, too, besides the one in La Crosse. The jail would be overflowing La Crosse? Yeah, and then he'd start have to ship them over to Houston. They got a little room over there yet. All right. So is that something we want or don't want? <laughs> well, I think we want it. We, we do. Okay. We just got up the expense of staying there overnight. We don't want to have to pay for them. They pay us to stay there. Yeah, I feel like we're paying to put people in prison so or in jail. Yeah, well, so. they should pay us for giving them lodging and, yeah. and Medicare, uh, health care of that. Yeah, I don't think they have money, though. Unless well, they, they'll find it someplace. There's money in drugs, Rick. Well, there's money in drugs, but what about the guy that's, you know, not into money and drugs? Well, then he better not have a toothache. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, thanks. Here you are. All right. Yeah, that's, uh, do we want to fill the jails? Because we pay for that, right? Like a taxpayer money pays for those people in prison if we can, you know, just let them out and tell them to come back to court, you know, make sure that they do come back to court. That's kind of the key there. Uh, 608-785-7914, we just got a couple of minutes to go here. Um, I just want to recap some of this stuff because I think it's funny. Um, American Airlines says forty thousand. they'll save $40,000 a year by removing one olive from the food trays in first class. So if you guys are flying first class on American Airlines, maybe just request an extra olive. Oh, and uh, I think this is in St. Louis. Burger King is is experimenting with a garden burger. So of all the of all the fast food joints to uh, to go with a garden burger, the vegan Whopper. What do you guys think of that? <laughs> like I think that's uh, that's uh, of all the fast food joints, Burger King now going vegan. Uh, Mike McCarthy was stunned. That he was fired. He said the Packers couldn't have handled it any worse. And uh, Jordy Nelson said it'd be hard to say no if Aaron Rodgers gave him a call. Jordy Nelson recently retired from the NFL. With the, he was last with the Raiders. Recently retired. Um, okay, I gotta get one more call. Tom, real um, Tom, you gotta be quick. Okay, uh, this won't take long. If Mike Abraham were the judge, uh, the criminals would say, whoops, I'm going to Minnesota. I'm not going to face him in court. And then in Trumple County, we actually do bill all our prisoners. We don't get paid by most of them, but they have to pay a certain amount 
to be in jail. It's a, it's a fee that they have to pay. Okay. All right. Cool. Thanks, Mike. Or thanks, Tom. You bet. I wonder how many prisoners are able to pay that, because that's kind of part of the problem. Prisoners don't always have money. Um, that's going to wrap it up for the show today. Thanks for uh, for texting me, giving me a call. I think I uh, I think I got to most of your texts. I know Phil asked if it's illegal to take a picture of a ballot. Um, that's up in the air. 